about this list that Phil Barmwell came out with on ESPN about he just ranked basically the team so far 17 through 32 who had the worst offseason. He's going to drop 16 through 1 later on at some point here next week. But uh, yeah, we were discussing some of these teams. And Sean, I- I'm looking at team number 27. You're going to explain to me how they're not team number 32. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers lost Tom Brady. How are they not 32? They had the worst offseason. When Brady's your quarterback, you can compete for Super Bowls. When he's not, and Baker Mayfield's your quarterback, you're just not going to be able to. It's that simple. So uh, I I just don't understand how Tampa is 27 on this list and not 32. Yeah, definitely on the uh, all-time greatest quarterback list. Tom Brady's at the top, and then you got to work a, li- a little bit, of, just a little bit of ways down until you get to Baker Mayfield. So there's definitely a difference there. That being said, Buccaneers weren't any good last year, dude. I mean, they didn't win as many games. They were 8-9. They didn't even go 500 last year. Yes, they were a playoff team by default because that's how the rules work. So I think that Tampa Bay was a bad team last year that also had a bad offseason, right? Like, because they had Tom Brady, because they won two of their last three games, and because ultimately they made the postseason, I think we – Forgot how bad of the season actually was. Brady was fine. His numbers were okay. Brady was definitely not so bad that he had to retire. It wasn't Peyton Manning at the end of his career where he just completely turned into ashes right in front of us. So, yeah, I agree with you. I think they had a bad off season, but I also think they were pretty bad to begin with. No question. And, again, their division absolutely was terrible. Remember how bad Carolina was to start the season? And with two weeks left, Carolina had a fired shot to coach. make the playoffs. Yeah, they did. They fired their coach. So, yeah, Tampa at 27 coming in on this. That was the one that I was looking at, and I was like, how how are they not, like, in the 30s? How are they not last? That doesn't make sense. They're minus 400 to miss the playoffs this season. Over under six and a half wins. If you like the over, that is plus money for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Coming in next is one of their divisional opponents at 26, the Atlanta Falcons. To miss the playoffs... Minus 225 to make the postseason there, plus 180. Over under for wins for the Falcons this year, eight and a half, plus 110 to the over, minus 130 to the under. Atlanta's a very interesting team, as Scott is writing in our chat, because he's right. Everybody loves this Falcons team. They love Bijan, they love Kyle Pitts. Desmond Ritter's kind of the big question mark. This team doesn't have any defense, though. The Atlanta Falcons, to me, feel like they're the perfect fantasy football team, right? Drake London's going to be great. Kyle Pitts is going to be great. Bijan's going to be great. They're going to be involved in a lot of over games. They're going to score points. They're going to give up a lot of points. Is that going to translate to wins, though? I know they were awesome against the spread last year, like the first six weeks. They won some games. Then they started to fall off. I just I can't get to nine wins with the Falcons, Sean. Like, that just seems way too many. I know that division's bad. I know the schedule is going to be easy because they came in last, so they'll get the last place schedule. But nine wins with Desmond Ritter as your starting quarterback, I can't get there. So I like I like under eight and a half with Atlanta minus 130 uh, quite a bit. I, I would take that bet. 
Is my boy Cordero Patterson still a Falcon? I love that guy when it comes to fantasy football. Although, you'd have to think, if he is, I don't know. He's not going to get a whole lot of touches with all those running backs and Bijan. Now, the one that you said, though, that surprised me is that Tampa's 5-1. to So, the bet MGM odds to win the division. Saints are the favorite at plus 125. Atlanta plus 275. Carolina plus 350. And Tampa's at plus 500. Let me tell you what I would have set the odds at. Everybody at plus 300. Nobody's any better or worse in the division than the others. Everybody has question marks, right? What makes the Saints better than some of these teams? Atlanta, to me, I understand. Their quarterback is probably one of, if not their biggest question mark, along with their defense. But honestly, I think Carolina's got question marks. Yeah, they have the number one pick, but how good is he? How how quick? Does Tampa end up doing something this offseason to figure out their quarterback situation, short, long-term? What are they going to end up going with? It can't be really be Baker Mayfield. That can't be the actual solution. That's a Band-Aid. So it feels to me like all these teams should be about sitting at 3-1. to one. So I'll just take the long shot at 5-1. to one. But you asked me about Atlanta. Atlanta's a – I was going to say they're a good, bad team, but they're not even that. They're a fun, bad team to watch, right? Like yes. if Atlanta comes on and you're just chilling on the couch, you don't have to turn the channel. You can sit there and watch a little Atlanta football. Not, but they're probably not going to win. Do they cover is a different story. As you mentioned, they weren't too bad against the spread last year. So what I'm telling you is they win six, maybe seven games next season. I agree. I just I can't get to eight and a half. When we were going through the Arizona Cardinals schedule, we were trying to fill, find out who they were going to beat. Atlanta was one of the teams that we were like, yeah, we could we could maybe see that, right? You did. So like, doesn't that? You did. Doesn't that? I did. You don't think they could? They could lose to Arizona on a bad day, maybe. I don't think that I think that the Arizona Cardinals football team would have trouble beating the Arizona Diamondbacks in a football game. They stink, man. Their roster is awful. I mean, yeah, we, we, we would probably say that their two most talented players about 48 hours ago, 24 hours ago, DeAndre Hopkins and Kyler Murray. And you and I both agree that there's a good chance Kyler Murray doesn't play at all. And DeAndre Hopkins is probably going to end up in Kansas City or Baltimore. So. That roster's terrible. New head coach. Can't win games at home. I, every time I talk about them, I keep going lower. Yesterday, I was like, they're going to win three and a half games. Earlier today, I was like, damn, they traded DeAndre Hopkins. They're going to win two and a half. I'm back to one and a half. If they hit two, I'll be surprised. My goal is to get you to negative wins by the end of the night. Can they somehow <laughs> they get to happen. negative, negative could wins? By the way, what's What's crazy is we're on team 26 in this list. We've we've so far mentioned seven teams going starting at 32. We haven't mentioned Arizona yet, which is just absolutely crazy. Uh, but Atlanta, yeah, we're kind of on the same page there. Next is another NFC South team that comes in at 25, the New Orleans Saints. For them to make the playoffs, minus 165. For them to miss, plus 135. Over-under for the Saints this year is 9.5. Like you said, they are favored to win the division. The NFC South is going to be a one-bid league in the NFC. I don't see how two teams make it to the playoffs out of that division. Unlike you, Sean, I do think New Orleans should be the favorite. I think they have the best division in the defense. I think they have by far the most proven quarterback. I like Derek Carr more than most. I think Carr's pretty good, and I especially like him indoors. And playing at the Superdome, he's guaranteed eight or nine games a year. 
playing Atlanta once a year on the road. There's another indoor game he's guaranteed every year. So I think that helps. I think having Kamara back healthy is going to be going to be nice. Dennis Allen, I mean, we don't really know what he is as a coach yet. He's definitely not Sean Payton, but I, I don't think he's awful. I don't think he's Nathaniel Hackett. So I'm I'm torn on the Saints with that win total at nine and a half. I do think they win the division this year. I think they'll be good. I still like that defense. Um but I can't lay minus 165 with them because if you're going to lay that price, I have to think that if you're not going to win your division, you're going to at least be able to get in as a wild card, and I just don't think that's going to be the case. I think the NFC South is just going to have one team in the playoffs. If Derek Carr, Peach, was an actual car, he'd be like a 1998 Toyota Camry with 220,000 miles on it. And I've got one out, out there right now in my garage, so that's a fine car. But here's the problem. It depends on where you live. It depends on your neighborhood. Like, a couple of years ago, I kind of lived in the hood, and the car looked all right. It wasn't that bad, right? That's kind of the division that they play in. You look around, it's kind of the hood. Atlanta, Carolina, Tampa, those teams are no good. Right? That, so, no rims on the car, crack windshield. So your camera actually looks okay when it's in that neighborhood, if you get my analogy. I just think that what are we really talking about here? Like when you really need to take it on a, a long-distance road trip, you think it's going to get you anywhere? Fine. You've talked me into it. The Saints are the best team in the division. The same way that last year, the Bucks were the best team in the division. They had to win their last game to go 8-9 right. and nine and win it. But they're, but they're not really a good football team. Sure. No, and again, you know, they'll they'll get a home playoff game because they win their division, but – I mean, if they play Dallas like Tampa did last year, I expect Dallas to go in New Orleans and win that game. So I'm with you. I think they get in, but I don't think they're a real threat to do any damage in the NFC this year. Coming in at number 24, the Indianapolis Colts. They are minus 500 to miss the playoffs, plus 375 to make it. Over under for them on their win total is six and a half, juiced a little bit to the over at minus 120. Your thoughts on Anthony Richardson as a quarterback, Sean? Did you like him at Florida? Did you like the pick for Indy, deciding to go with Richardson over Levis? What What were your thoughts on uh, the Colts? I was surprised that they went that route only because ever since Andrew Luck pulled the rug, it completely screwed him, let's just call it what it is, as far as an organization goes. The timing, I don't mind him retiring early. It was just the timing. That's another conversation for another day. But it really set them back, right? Then they had to overpay Jacoby Brissett. And then they had to go out there and try to get these the same guy, essentially. All right, let's see what we have here in Phillip Rivers. Let's see what we have here in Carson. It was just retread after retread. So I will say I'm a little bit surprised that they completely shifted gears and went with Anthony Richardson. I commend them. I pat them on the back. But when it comes to winning football games, especially right away, their roster's not that bad. It's not as bad as it should be. They've got a really highly paid offensive line. They've got Jonathan Taylor, when he's right, probably the best running back in the NFL. And defense that, while they weren't good last year, they definitely underachieved. That is a playoff roster, I think, pretty much, except for the quarterback. So I commend them, but I think it probably takes a little bit of time for Anthony Richardson to catch up with the rest of them. If he does then that's great money. What'd you say if you get them to make the playoffs at plus 375? I mean, yeah, if Anthony Richardson's just a little bit ahead of pace, then they're definitely going to go out there and win nine or ten games. We keep talking about these divisions that stink. The, look, the Jaguars are good. I think they're good. I don't think they're great. I, they could split those games. And then we know about those other teams, Houston, we already talked about Tennessee. So 
I actually like their chances in this division. Anthony Richardson is the most talented quarterback coming out of this year's draft. Like he just is. He's not the best, but he is the most talented. You combine his arm talent with his ability to run. If Shane Steichen is able to get the most out of him, that dude is going to be a problem. Jonathan Taylor, when he's healthy, we know what running back he can be. The Colts' O-line isn't as great as it once was, but it's still okay. And then the defense, opportunistic. It's better than people realize. Um, they, they need some more weapons on the outside. I think Pittman's a good receiver. I think he's a great number two. I don't think he's a number one. Um, but like you said, I mean, what benefits Indy is the division that they play in. What is a detriment to them is the conference that they play in, right? Like Indy, yeah, it's going to be either exactly. the, the only way they make the playoffs is if they win their division. Like it's that simple. They're not getting in as a wild card team with all those other teams in the AFC. So I don't have it in front of me what the Colts' odds are to win the AFC South, but just take that instead of taking the Colts to make or miss the playoffs. Take the better odds with them to win the division because they're not making it as a wild card team. Richardson, though, of all the rookie quarterbacks, Sean, over the next couple years, I'm most fascinated by him. You and I watch a lot of college football. I don't know what your takeaways were from like watching him at Florida. But, you know, like just watching all these different college kids from around the country, you watch the NFL every week, every dude can make every throw, right? Like the arm talent's absurd. But in college, like it really jumps off when you watch certain guys. I mean, his arm, dude, is it's absurd. So I'm, I'm really fascinated to watch him. Thanks, Scott. Uh, Indianapolis plus 550 to win the division. So, yeah, just take the plus 550 to win the division. Don't take the plus 375 to make that. Take that much better price. Um, as for the win total, six and a half, that, that's a pass for me. I mean, that number feels about right. I would probably lean to the under. I think they're probably more of a five, six win team than they are a seven, eight win team. Uh, but yeah, man, Richardson obviously is, is the whole key, and I'm excited to watch him. Would you play any props on his overs as the season goes along? Because it feels like to me, he's probably going to, as long as he's on the field, he's probably going to put up pretty big numbers. Now, I think he's also going to put up a lot of interceptions. I think he's probably going to turn the ball over a lot. I think he's going to look like a turtle in a shell there for a while if the offensive line doesn't protect him. But I also think that he's going to put up some pretty damn good numbers because they're going to be down in a lot of games. What do you think about his individual props as the season goes along? Yeah, especially at the beginning, right, when the lines are kind of trying to figure out and he's a rookie and they don't know how to base it. I think it's a exactly. good point. I think there's there's definitely some value there, right? And they're going to air it out because they know what Jonathan Taylor can do, but they want to see what Richardson can do. So it's a great point, Sean. What When do you think we see him play? If I were to set the over-under at, like, week six and a half, do you think we see him before week six or before or week seven or after? Oh, I'm taking the unders. I think they come out the gates and they probably are like one and four through their first. Kind of like we saw Kenny Pickett last year. I think it takes maybe right. a month and then they turn the reins right. over to him. Yeah, I think I think that's a fair that's a fair comp. All right, we're gonna keep going through this list. A lot of fun here on BetMGM tonight.